All right, welcome back to the Live Life Complex podcast. This is your host. My name is Diego, and I hope you guys are doing very well. I've been really looking forward to making this one, um, especially because it's my birthday today. I'm recording as I turn 19, and I wanted to take this time, this opportunity to look back and reflect on maybe important parts of my life that I feel like I could derive value from and deliver to you guys in such a way that um, is easy for you guys to consume. And I'm actually filming this halfway through a YouTube video. So if you don't follow me on YouTube or subscribe, uh, go do that right now. And you can watch the other half of this video if you so choose. So, so far, um, I've talked about why, what to do if you also want to cont- make content uh, on the internet and what to do when everyone else um, has the same idea essentially how to stand out in a condensed market and what I've learned from that. I've already talked about that um, in the video. So that's what you can, uh, if you go watch, if you go to my YouTube channel, which will be in the description of this video as well as you can just look up Diego TGL. That's the same as my Instagram handle. Um, Yeah. Then you can, you can watch the beginning of this video and have my thoughts on what to do in a condensed market uh, with something that is so popular so quickly with, you know, (laughs) so many people um, trying to do, the same thing. How do you stand out? Another thing I touched on was just how important it is to remember that everyone's journey is different and, you know, worrying about whether or not you're good enough. Uh, I'm talking in terms of, uh, you know, sports or, you know, honestly, this can apply to anything, but whether or not you're good enough for what it, whatever it is you want to achieve, don't worry about that right now because everyone's got their own journey. Everyone's got their own path. I was talking about how just four years ago, I was getting cut from like every single team. I was probably like the worst player on my team. I, but then I took that and used that to my advantage. Um, use that as motivation to get out every single day, get there early to practice, stay there late working on working on things, studying other players, studying other, um, you know, what, what other YouTubers are doing for, for content as well. And uh, to be honest, though, I only started making content um, publicly about two years ago. But I have been recording myself and I've got a bunch of archives of, uh, <laughs> of videos that I've never posted from like three or four years ago. So it's really interesting to see my growth like that. Um, and I recommend for yourself, honestly, just putting a camera in front of your face and, 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 being, and being able to articulate yourself, uh, which I'm, I'm struggling with right now. <laughs> um, but also just filming your training sessions, getting the habit of documenting your life so that you can then reflect upon it visually. That's super powerful and something that I definitely do not regret getting into. In fact, I'm super blessed to be living in in a time where I can actually use this and monetize it, where I can make a living out of it, where I can do this as a full-time job. But uh, I'm not quite there yet. Um, that is my goal, though, if you don't already know. And, you know, this really does tie into um, the next bullet point that I have on my notes uh, is like how to find a path for yourself in life. And I think that by not worrying about the outcome of anything that you're um, working towards, that's how you find your path. You always have to start off with something. Like for myself, I started off with with football and I didn't really know where I wanted to take it. But after after a couple of years of, of struggling, I realized that I actually do I actually do really want this. And uh, you know, then that led me to creating videos and um, it started off it, it all started off by um for fun. I never started off with the intention of ending up where I am now or ending up where I now realize I want to go. You know, actually just to interrupt really quickly as I'm looking through my notes, I realized that so many different topics that I want to cover today all sort of revolve around in general happiness. And I find that anything can kind of be distilled down into that topic is what is happiness, you know, how do you find happiness? 
um, that you, I, I don't I don't know I don't know if it's just me, but I can sort of tie everything into that. And I think at the end of the day, that's what us as humans are seeking. And um, you know, I think we we try to do things to sort of achieve that, to chase that. And a lot of the times we're lost. A lot of the times our happiness is fleeting. Um, and yet we expect it to be everlasting for some weird reason. And and yet we continue to do the same things over and over again, uh, achieving that fleeting happiness that uh, never really sticks around. That's, And then we wonder why we're depressed or we're sad or, you know, we can't uh, take care of our bodies or take care of our minds. Um, and I've really got no answer to that because, you know, for, for myself, happiness isn't really an emotion that I'm familiar with, but only purely in the sense that it is something that is achievable. Um, I just, I just find myself feeling good, feeling excited. Now, whether or not you want to call that happiness, um, or not, I, I believe that happiness is something that we've, uh, you know, brought it to connotation with something that is, uh, Okay, before I ramble on any further, my point is that you have to understand the triggers for what it is um, that, that makes you happier, what you assume to be happiness. And uh, notice how long those triggers last and notice how to continue that wave uh, the, that wave going. And I think the, the issue with this is that if you do figure out how to get that wave going, the faster, the faster moment, the more momentum you have, the harder you're going to fall. So, you know, it's it's kind of like a... It's kind of like walking on a blade's edge. I think that's the saying. But, you know, if you're if you're just balancing on the edge between just maintaining that happiness and, you know, if suddenly you get cut, then that fall is going to be that much harder. It's going to be that much harder to come back from. Um, obviously, this depends on, on the person. This depends on, on your mentality. But I feel like there's something even deeper than happiness that uh, we should be chasing. And yet we're chasing the surface level of this mystery emotion that I'm talking about. So this is the longest tangent I've ever gone on, I think, but uh, that's not true, by the way. I've gone on much longer ones, but this tying back into how to find a path for yourself in life, I think you have to start with um, understanding yourself as a human being and what triggers that happiness or the underlying emotion um, underneath that that I can't quite identify that is definitely not fleeting. It definitely is always there. Um, you just have to be able to tap into it regardless of any sort of physical conditions that you're in, there's no situation that you can't be in that you can't tap into it. I think that's how I worded it. Um, there's no situation. There's no situation that you can possibly be in that you won't be able to tap into this. Um, whereas happiness is often derived from physical, uh, physical things uh, in different situations. Like if it's nice though, then you're happy. If it's not, then you're not. Um, it's very, situational whereas this is something that you can tap into 24 7 no matter what is going on in your life honestly i can't say what it is for you um, um i can just say that i myself have un understood what it is <laughs> what it is that triggers that for me and that has helped me find my path uh in life or at least what i think is my path in life um because i'm always open for it to change it's like a river constantly flowing until eventually it'll meet the ocean which is when you know this story will end so kind of like the main talking point here is it just it just comes from within. And I feel like all of you already know this. I don't, I don't think I have to say that. I think that finding uh, happiness and fulfillment from physical things is never going to last forever uh, because you're not going to be here forever. You're not going to be on this earth. 
uh, forever. So why why would you think that uh, you could attain something infinite from an from very <laughs> not infinite? Um, what's the opposite of infinite? Come on, oh my god, from a very limited existence, I guess I should say. So yeah, I think uh, my next bullet point I've already kind of touched on, but you know, never worrying about not having enough time, just focus on daily urgency, uh, you know, which should be natural if you're genuinely passionate. And, you know, I really believe that um, worrying about the future is so stressful. Uh, you know, I think for most people, we can't handle focusing on the now as well as focusing on what may come because we don't know what's what's to come therefore we just continue to dabble um in, in our thoughts and create existences that haven't that aren't even real yet um and it's really important what you focus on too so if you are thinking about your future it is important to think about um it in a positive way in the best outlook possible because that way you can for lack of better words manifest it into your life um, and i know this is sort of a lot of talk about you know nothing really actionable but it's important nonetheless. And it's those little subtle things, those little subtle mindset switches that are actually the most important part. It's not about going to the gym every single day or doing something big like that every single day. It's the little subtle, um, <laughs> little and subtle are <laughs> the same word. So, or not, not quite, but I'll stop saying them together. It's about the subtle differences that you make in your mentality uh, um, that you implement into your life into your lifestyle on a daily basis without thinking of them as a habit. You want them to be a part of you. Um, those are what make the biggest differences. Uh, I, find for my, I find for myself that's true, and I'm sure it is for a lot of you as well. So now I just want to kind of touch on my life story. I've talked a lot about um, things in general that I've experienced over the past couple of years, but I started off playing soccer when I was probably like eight or nine years old or maybe a little bit younger than that. I can't really remember, um, but only seriously until like when I was like 15 or 16. I know I've already mentioned this, but um, let me just give a quick rundown of what's happened to me over the past uh, couple of years where I've actually taken this seriously. So starting off, um, you know, I played at a at, the, at a decent, like is a very average level um, here in Vancouver. And, you know, I got cut from the first team that I joined. Then I started playing a year up at a lower level. So it's kind of, it's like I, I thought it was equivalent. So I was happy at the time. But looking back, that's probably one of the best decisions that I've ever made. And it's funny how that happened too. I was at the, I decided to go train. It was actually my birthday. <laughs> I remember I decided, well, I didn't decide to go train. My mom, um, sort of encouraged me to because I was just feeling so down about being cut from the team and everything that I didn't really have any motivation to go outside. And I was 15 too. Like I didn't, my motivation at 15 is much different than it is now at 19. I'm just a completely different person. Um, and, uh, and I'm going to try to explain, um, how I, how I transform, uh, God words, please help. Um, so yeah, so I was, I wasn't feeling like training. My mom told me to go to the field. Uh, she took me and my brother out to, to, you know, to a field that I actually normally don't even go to, which is, which is which is funny because I actually met a coach there who was coaching his team. They had they were running a session. I was just training on my own, and he asked if I wanted to join just because uh, he's he's a nice guy. And looking back and looking back now, having known him for for like five years now, he's one of the best, nicest, genuine coaches that I've ever met. Shout out Ray if you're listening to this. So yeah, so I started. So that that's how that happened. It's just I happened to be at the field on a day that I didn't want to train on my birthday, um, and the coach happened to to ask me to to train. And, you know, like I, I went, I, I joined the team and it was a struggle at first. I was short. I was skinny. I wasn't very good at playing soccer. 
Um, I, I would, <laughs> I had so many bad habits. I would take the ball and just run with my head down and try to dribble the entire team. Uh, but not in like a selfish way. It was just more of that's what I genuinely enjoyed about the sport. But I'm, I'm going to try to cut this short. Uh, I'm going to, if you guys will actually want to hear like a, an in-depth, uh, story then, then, uh, or like story time or whatever, then, then you can, then you can let me know by DMing me on Instagram. But uh, I don't want to bore you. Um, I want to try to get the message to you. But yeah, so the, me the message here is that I did not think I was ready. And I took a step forward. I took a step out of my comfort zone, played with a team of guys that were older than me, like one, two, or some even like three years older than me, I think. And uh, that was the most important part of my development. It also got me training on my own more, which I never really had done before. And, um, and it's all because of that coach on the day that I happened to go to the field on a day that I didn't want to. Um, you know, and he happened to call me. It's just about those incredible parts of life that just align so perfectly that lead you, um, when you look back upon them, that lead you to where you are now. So all of this to say, if something bad happens, just know that you're going to look back and be glad that it happened. Like in the moment, I was devastated that I got cut from the team. Looking back, that's the best thing that happened to me. And I'm so grateful that it did. It's often the, the negative things in the moment that looking back upon them, turn out to be the most important pivotal moments of your life. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful I got cut from that team because it led me to where I am now. And you could view that as a mistake. You could view that as, oh, I wasn't playing good. I wasn't focused enough. Therefore, I got cut. Therefore, you know, be, like, because I, I was making mistakes. There's no such thing as a mistake. Um, that's why the title of this video might not be, might be somewhat misleading because I think I titled the podcast episode and the video looking back on my mistakes and how they led me to where I am. Yeah, at the end of the day, they did. But mistake isn't really a word uh, that we should be using. It should just be looking back on the events of my life. And uh, but that, that, no, that's, that's not as exciting, right? That's not. I kind of want a little bit of clickbait in there. Okay, and then uh, it started to continue um, speeding up a couple of years. I then made the a different team on the same level that I got cut from uh, earlier and you know I started playing with them and then that led to an opportunity to play with the team uh, at, the, at the at the next level above that um, HPL if any of you guys know um, if, you, if you guys know the leagues in Vancouver but yeah so you just just goes to show that if I'd stayed on that original team that I had got cut from if I hadn't got cut I honestly don't think I'd be doing anything anything I'm doing today because not only did joining those teams inspire me to, to do what I do now, like just because of the people that I've met, the coaches that I met, I would never have even met them. There would be no situation where I would have met them if I stayed on that team. So that's why I'm so grateful for all the different, um, you know, downs, all the different valleys that I've had in my life. It's just, uh, you know, it's kind of incredible to look back on it. And I just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything that has happened in my life thus far. Um, if I could and uh, that makes me not happy but the emotion below that tapping into that tapping into that realization that I know that everything in this life is working out exactly how it was meant to be that brings me cons consolation <laughs> within me that brings me peace and you know with that peace and with that ability to sort of view life clearly without any qualms or worries that's how i'm able to fully enjoy and live life complex now i'd end the podcast here because that was a 
that was a, that would have been a good ending. But I got a couple more points I want to touch on. Um, yeah, fuck, I love doing these. I I love recording podcasts. <laughs> I feel like I could just I'm I'm the type of person who could talk about stuff like this for a very long time. And I do even better when someone is uh, in the conversation with me. Talking by myself is kind of an interesting uh, feeling. Talk just listening <laughs> listening to my voice and trying to trying to it's it's you should if if you if no one has tried this before try try making a podcast it's very it's very interesting it's a uh, weird yeah i kind of love it though but uh, i'd love to have a co-host at some point because i feel like the conversation would just be so much better being able to bounce ideas off of someone else just makes uh the conversation like value level go up tenfold I was actually having an interesting conversation the other day um, at work. I know, crazy. Um, yeah, actually, they like sometimes me and my coworkers will just stop working and just talk. Um, don't tell anyone that. Um, but we had a really interesting conversation about societal norms and you know, like connotations behind different things. For example, if you're really focused and you don't want to go, you know partying or whatever and said you want to focus on your craft that's considered weird and we were just talking about other things as well like spirituality how focusing on yourself and you know and and and, and anything that you could, would consider to be spiritual is kind of like i don't even know what else what, what other word to use besides weird it's it's not looked down upon but it's not normal and for some reason in this society we value things that are normal and you know, I just, I'm just wondering, I just find it interesting because like who, who started that, that, that idea? Why is this a thing? Why is it human nature or were we led to believe that it is human nature um, to sort of follow the, follow the pack? Um, and I understand that, you know, from an evolutionist, evolutionary standpoint, uh, that does make sense. And I've got friends that will tell me, oh, uh, we do this because back when we were uh, like, cavemen or whatever we had to focus on some shit like that and i mean like while i totally understand that and i don't doubt that if it's a reality i also think that there's something else at play like there's there's a reason why it's so difficult to focus to still your mind and to focus within um where i where it seems to be that's where like i don't know how to word this properly but it seems to me that humans are searching for something <laughs> and over however, however many years we've been here we haven't we haven't found it so you would think that maybe that something isn't isn't a physical thing um it's not a thing at all and it's it's actually we're just searching for ourselves and you know saying that and that being a norm in society is uh <laughs> is a far cry from what what is actually happening. In fact, what is normal is promoting distractions. Um, you know, I'm not going to get too deep into this because I'm not trying to judge anyone. I'm not trying to say one is correct and one is wrong, but I just find for myself, I'm living my best life when I know I'm on the path that I'm supposed to be taking. And that path involves not, you know, straying from it, not being distracted, essentially. But yeah, I, I totally forgot what I had originally been talking about. I'm so sorry. This is this is going to be a mess of a podcast. I'm going to put that in the title as well. It's a mess. Um, warning. Yeah, or, or war, yeah, warning. Um, just, it's a mess. 
<laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's it. Uh huh. Um. Okay. So moving on. No, staying focused is what I just covered. Okay, how to be driven. That's the next bullet point. And yeah, I think that's. I think. Um. I think. Okay. So you know, let's 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 do a little bit more. Let's do a little bit more story time with this one. I was never driven as a human being in general. I was never driven to do much of anything, to be honest, um, until I'd failed, until I'd, until something had happened to me uh, that had set me back enough to realize that, oh shit, I was comfortable as fuck, and I want to get back to that point, but not, but not be, and and can, but not be comfortable and continue to step out of my comfort zone. So two years ago. Uh, maybe just a little bit more than that. I'd broken my leg right before I'd planned to go to South America to try with a bunch of teams there uh, for soccer. And, um, you know, I was playing a game that I shouldn't have been playing in. Um, and, uh, you know, the fucking impossible happened. And I broke my leg. And I remember in the change room before the game, I stayed in there after my team. And just something felt weird. Something felt off. And, uh, you know, five minutes into the game, uh, you know, I go to kick the ball over the goal. Like the ball is bouncing in the air. The goal is coming out. I go to lift it over. One leg's locked into the ground. He hits. He, I think he moves into that leg. The leg is locked. And I was wearing like the wrong studs as well. Like I was wearing grass studs, not the metal ones, but um, the longer plastic ones on artificial grass. Uh, so, you know, I, my foot was locked in as well. My My leg just sort of popped and it broke um and that was a that was an experience and a half and uh if i could change anything i wouldn't like i've already said i'm so grateful that i broke my leg in fact i would recommend for every player to get an injury like that because i don't think you will truly reach your potential uh until you've realized uh you know just just how bad it is to not be able to do what you're doing uh yeah i'm definitely i'm definitely very happy that that happened anyway so continuing on i feel like if you're like me and weren't naturally driven um then experiencing a setback like that will either ignite a fire within you or completely shut you down and uh so if you're the type of person and who, who's like that then <laughs> then you know exactly what i'm talking about um just being in the hospital not being able to move you know, then going home and still being disabled for like a couple of months. It's just, it was just a feeling like I wanted nothing more than be able to kick a soccer ball again. I remember going to the field when I could walk with crutches and like just feeling so like, like a longing just to be able to get back on the field and play again. And the ironic thing is that as soon as I was able to play again, that the drive was gone, so it was a fleeting emotion, just like happiness. And I think that you shouldn't be chasing uh, motivation. You shouldn't be chasing motivation to get to be so that you become driven. It has to come from within. It has to come from multiple setbacks, so that nothing, can, not, no matter what happens in your life, you're always able to tap into that. And I think that's a theme uh, for this podcast episode. Incidentally, um, wasn't planning on it to be, but it turns out that everything comes from within and there's nothing in the outside world in this physical you know material world that can derive drive or happiness or a sense of fulfillment out of you
So uh, continuing on, continuing on with my life story, I guess I, I'll I'll touch on what happened in South America. I tried with two teams there, Peñarol and Defensor. Um, so I don't know if you're from Uruguay uh, or Uruguay, uh, then then you'd know what I'm talking about. But uh, if not, then you might not. Uh, they're two two of the biggest teams in in, in the country, and uh, and you know <laughs> I think I think I'll save the story of how I actually got those trials. For another day, but long story short, I didn't make it. I didn't make either one, um, and uh, and I'm okay, and I was okay with that. I was upset, um, but you know, even just being in the professional environment and seeing how possible it was for me to achieve the level that the other players were at, it wasn't. I wasn't that far off. And ever since then, I've been I've been driven from something that is not fleeting because it, it, it sort of ta- it sort of opened up an emotion inside of me that I can't really explain um like being in that environment uh, I'm gonna say this again being in a, in a professional environment really made me understand that this is what I want to do like there's like this is what I was meant to do um and yeah that I it's pretty like unless you've experienced something like that um whether it be in sports or not um it's pretty hard to sort of explain it's sort of hard to explain this all right so um ever since then uh i've been i've been i've been training on my own and not for the sake of training on my own but actually because i genuinely enjoy it now i genuinely enjoy seeing results and you know putting my body to to testing its limits and uh just learning about what to do uh, what's the newest like science or whatever behind X, Y, or Z? Um, that's all. That's all derived from this one experience in South America, which came from breaking my leg. Which came from, uh, you know, the only reason I was playing with that team where I broke my leg was because I got cut from that team before a couple of years back. And uh, and that and and then after that happened, obviously I met that coach by chance at the field. So if you can see, everything is just a, like all the most important pivotal moments of my life were accidental, and um, seemed like flukes. Uh, but you know, at the end of the day, those are what those are what made me who I am. And you could argue that those were mistakes. You could argue that breaking my leg was a mistake because um, you know maybe my quads were. Or I think it was because my quads were weren't weren't strong enough and my calves or the other way around i can't really remember what the what the doctor said but there was some sort of a muscle imbalance um that i had because i just wasn't working out because i wasn't aware because i hadn't hit that low that made me driven enough to actually care so long story short embrace the mistakes that you make in your life um move on and just continue living in alignment with your goals and the only the correct thing like the, it's very hard for you to do wrong when you're living in alignment with what you know you want in this life anyways i think that wraps up this podcast if you want more story time and uh, if you want to hear more about my life in depth then let me know and i will i'll make episodes maybe like once a week maybe like friday nights or something like that we'll do like 15 minute stories of just different parts of my life that i think uh, are either funny interesting or relevant to Uh, the path uh, that I'm on right now. So thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to check out uh, the podcast on YouTube if you want to see me 
on a video, <laughs> awkwardly talking to a camera and, and a microphone all by myself. Um, and if you want to see the, the rest of the video that I, that's not a part of this podcast, um, which I filmed um, in a park, uh, it was freezing cold. So please actually go watch that. I suffered quite a bit uh, to make that little bit of content. Um, thanks, thanks again for listening. You've been listening to the Live Life Complex podcast, and I hope you guys all do incredibly well in this upcoming year. Um, you know, only good things can happen if you live in alignment. So peace out, and don't forget to live life complex. Actually, side note, just uh, for those of you that actually made it this long in the podcast, I need you to DM me or reach out to me on Twitter um, at Live Life Complex. Uh, just, just letting me know that you actually listened to this because um, I, first of all, I'll find that incredible because I probably couldn't. I can't even endorse this because this is just straight rambling. I'll be honest. This is not structured. Maybe I'll do a structured podcast at some point, but that, I feel like that loses the creativity. I feel like just having bullet points is good. But once again, DM me if you made it this far because I love you. You're amazing. And yeah, okay, that's the only podcast. Bye-bye. <laughs>